0: This is a Squiz podcast, We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 18th of November. In your Squiz today, a long-awaited homecoming, a verdict on the downing of MH17, Republicans take the house, and a pancake surprise. This is your Squiz today. Claire, Australian economist Sean Turnell has been released from a jail in Myanmar and deported. He arrived in Bangkok overnight on his way home to Australia. Reports say he's one of 6,000 prisoners to be released as part of an amnesty deal to mark Myanmar's National Day. And what
1: Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said is that he's in very good spirits, uh, that he's had a health check but he has lost quite a bit of weight and he's going to need a bit of time to recover. Uh, just to go back as to how we got to all of this, uh, Tanell was Myanmar's leader, Aung San Suu Kyi's main economics advisor, uh, at the time when the military cracked down and took over the country. That happened at the start of last year. Uh, so he has been in detention for quite some time. It's been about 20 months or so. Uh, and during that time, the Australian government has been making representations for his release. They said that it was very unjust that he had been jailed, uh, including when he was sentenced just last month month uh, for stealing state secrets. Of course, his supporters say that that was complete rubbish.
0: And Claire, we're heading towards two years since Myanmar's military took control of the country. And since then, things have gone from bad to worse.
1: Yeah, they really have. Myanmar has been plunged into a civil war since that coup. Uh, There has been a really big crackdown on civilian dissent, And what some say is that 2,400 people have been killed by the military since the- the start of last year, Uh, what's happened is that opposition movements have popped up across the country uh, many of those are armed so the military is at war with its own people uh, and there seems like there is no way of getting out of this at the moment
0: and southeast asian countries have been leading the efforts for peace there but they haven't had much luck reports say about twelve thousand protesters officials and political prisoners remain in detention and that includes the country's former leader Su chi herself Claire, it's been more than eight years since Malaysian Airlines flight MH17 was shot down over eastern Ukraine, killing 298 people, including 38 Australians on board. And now a Dutch court has delivered a verdict on four men linked to the mass murder.
1: Yeah, so three of those men have been sentenced to jail uh, for life, for murder and intentionally causing an aircraft to crash. Uh, Their Ukrainian, Leonid Kachenko uh, and Russians, Igor Gherkin and Sergei Dubinsky. Uh, The third man, also a Russian, Oleg Pulatov, was let go Uh, and where, of course, we come to to how this all happened. Uh, that commercial flight left Amsterdam uh, on the 17th of July 2014. It was en route to Malaysia. Uh, it was travelling over the Donetsk region of eastern Ukraine uh, and it was hit by a Russian-made missile. Uh, and, of course, investigators have always said that Russia was involved with that.
0: And as you say, the third Russian on trial, Oleg Pulatov, was cleared of the crime. He was the only one during the trial to respond to China charges via a lawyer, but none of the four men were in the courtroom in person to hear the sentencing as they're all at large. Rumours are that they're being protected by Russia and prosecutors say the men can be arrested as soon as their whereabouts are confirmed. We've mentioned the U.S. midterm elections just a few times over the past couple of weeks, Claire. (laughs) A couple of times, yep. (laughs) But it's finally been confirmed that the Republicans have scraped through a win to gain control of the U.S. House of Representatives.
1: So the Republicans have claimed 218 seats in the House of Representatives, and that's now a majority. They might even end up with more seats than that because there are still some close races that are being counted. Uh, That win wasn't as big for the Republicans as was expected. There's been a lot of talk, of course, about the Republicans not doing as well as expected because Joe Biden is a Democrat, uh, and usually there are big swings against uh, the party that holds the White House. House. Uh, But what it does mean is that the Republicans can now launch all sorts of investigations into the Biden administration from the House.
0: Yeah, and one of those probes could look into the US military withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was led by Biden's administration last year. But the Republicans will have to wait a little longer to start on any of those plans. They officially take over the House in January. Claire, the flood-struck Central West region in New South Wales received some much-needed help yesterday. The federal government sent an extra 200 Defence Force personnel in, and international emergency workers have also started to arrive. But the cleanup is still a way off in some areas. There's still 18 flood warnings in place across the state.
1: Yeah, so the area that they're most worried about today is Condoblin. They're expecting some really big flood peaks there today there have been evacuations of residents there uh, as for yesterday the town of forbes has done a bit better than they were expecting they were expecting a really big flood peak there yesterday but that hasn't happened it still means that hundreds of homes there have been inundated uh really difficult time still in that part of the country uh Some good news, though, it seems that the rain will hold off uh, as we go into next week. They were expecting a bit of rain, but it looks like it's going to be pretty clear.
0: That is great for New South Wales. But further south in Victoria and Tassie, rain is set to hammer down and that could see some flooding in more areas, particularly around the already saturated waterways and catchments. (music) Claire, Microsoft wants us all to believe in a brave new work world. Post-pandemic, most of us have probably been meeting up with friends and colleagues in person, at least some of the time. But the tech company is pretty keen to lure people back into socialising online.
1: Alice, I don't know if this is such a great idea, (laughs) particularly as an employer. I don't know about socialising during work time, Uh, particularly about games. So what Microsoft has done is launch the Games (laughs) Thank you. the <laughs> cat For work app. It's on the Teams chat platform. Uh, What they say is that it could be used in moderation. I think that's probably good (laughs) advice. Uh, But they say it will boost worker productivity and morale. Uh, And it's got all the classics like Minesweeper and Solitaire.
0: But Microsoft also wants to get some of those awkward workplace bonding exercises on there too. It's introduced an icebreaker game with a list of get to know you questions like, do you like pineapple or salami on your pizza? I thought we all might finally be free of those, but apparently not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the record, my answer to that is I like pineapple and salami.
0: (laughs) A good choice. Friday means one thing in the Squiz office, Claire. Friday Lights is out and you've got a good weekend recipe for us today. Yep,
1: savoury pancakes. I've got a real hankering for it. I don't know why I've got a hankering for that, but that's certainly on my mind. Uh, There's a really great recipe that has a lovely pancake that's got lots of spring onion sort of flavour through it. Uh, You do it with some fancy ham and it's a really good one.
0: Delicious. Pancakes are my favourite brunch food, Mm. so I'll definitely have to give them a go and I'll pop a link to the recipe for that in the episode notes today. Squeeze the day, Claire. It's Oz Music t-shirt day today. It's a fundraiser for Support Act, which is an organisation that provides assistance to people in the Aussie music industry who are doing it tough. I had a look online and my favourite shirt on there has to be the Paul Kelly parrot t-shirt. So I'm going to have to (laughs) nab one of those for myself. (laughs) And before we go, our latest Squiz Shortcuts is made for this weekend.
1: Yeah, so the FIFA World Cup, the Soccer World Cup, uh, it kicks off on Monday morning, our time. There's going to be a lot said about that over the next few weeks so you can get all prepared, uh, not just for the controversy of having it in Qatar uh, but also for the games and the teams that are taking part in it. So, Mm. yeah,
0: give it a try. Yeah, I'll pop the link to that in the episode notes as well. And that's all from us today. Remember, the Saturday Squiz podcast is out tomorrow. It's the Squiz weekend style. And the Squiz today will be back in your ears on Monday.